You're listening to the Patriot Nation Podcast. All right, welcome into a special edition of the Patriot Nation podcast. This episode, as all of our episodes, are brought to you by Prize Picks, which is the official daily sports fantasy uh, site of CLNS Media. And today, we are so lucky to bring back on the show, this time live on the show, the director of the Dynasty, just a fantastic show on Apple Plus, Matthew Hamachek. Matt, thank you so much for coming back on. We appreciate it, and uh, I think there's a, a lot, a lot to talk about. That sounds great. No, and thank you so much for having me back on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. So let's get into it right away. Obviously, this is your baby, right? You made it. Indeed. So you know how you feel about it. How have you felt about the reactions now that people have seen it? You know, it's been top 10 on Apple Plus since since the second it got released. And that's not just on release day. That's every day since it's been out. Top 10 on Apple Plus. How have you, uh, you know, been liking the responses? Um, you know, so far incredible, uh, you know, I got to correct you a little bit, I got all the way up to number three. So, you know, you got to give us, okay. give us credit for everything, you know? Um, but no, uh, no, the response has been great. And, um, you know, I love, look, the, the thing that you have to remember is you work on these things for two and a half years and you're killing yourself to, to make the story, uh, great and to, you know, try to honor the things that you hear in the interview chair. And, and, and so to get to see people consume this thing and talk about it and debate it and have strong opinions is just, it, it's, it's, it's great. And uh, it's been wonderful to kind of sit back and watch that unfold, whether it's in, you know, articles that come out or even on Twitter and things like that. It's just, it's, it's cool to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, you know, and of course I'm, I'm speaking from the, the Patriots fan perspective. Yeah. And it hasn't all been positive, right? right? And so, you know, but, and we talked about that. The first time I talked to you, I said, people are not going to be happy on either side. There are going to be Patriots fans that aren't happy about the way you covered, you know, the Flakegate and Spygate. And there are going to be non-Patriots fans that aren't happy about the way you covered the Flakegate and Spygate. And so just the big thing, and I think the the fairest criticism I've heard so far mm -hmm. Is about the 03 and 04 seasons. A hundred percent. Right. Yeah. And, and so, you know, the 20 game, the 21 game win streak, the fact that, you know, they literally changed the rules of how you can play defense mm -hmm. basically because of the Patriots, right? And obviously you they win back to back Super Bowls being the first team in 10 years. And of course the Chiefs did it this year, but until the Chiefs had done it, the last team in 20 years to have done it. And so what was the rationale? Because obviously there was a lot of thought that went into everything you made the story and mm -hmm. what was the what was the thought process as far as uh why you left so much of that stuff out so i i think that the simple answer is it just wasn't part of the story that we were going to tell and it was a very it was a conscious choice that didn't happen by accident and um what i mean by that is i had a cut of um you know the o2 season into the you know, into the 03 season and lawyer Malloy being let go and right. Rodney Harrison come back. I did a three hour interview with Rodney Harrison, but I just, you know, it won't ever, you know, 
be seen. And it kills me because it was such a fascinating interview about so many different things and how much all of the games that everybody, you know, is saying, well, why didn't we get to see this? Why didn't we get to see that, uh, you know, talk about? And I understand how frustrating that must be for fans because I, while I'm not a Patriot fan, I'm a diehard Green Bay Packer fan. And I, uh, what, what I tried to do as I read some of the comments that people said and things like that is, is okay, you know, I had a conversation with myself sort of saying like, okay, Matt, like imagine if, if somebody made a document because, you know, Packers, we've had a little bit of success, but nothing close to the success that the Patriots have. And um, I said, well, imagine what it would be like if somebody made a doc about the O10 season that led to the Super Bowl with the, which the Packers won against the Steelers. And, you know, all of a sudden they're going through the regular season and then they skip ahead and they skip over the Eagles wild card game. And, um, yeah. you know, they skip over, um, uh, starts coming out and being this incredible out of nowhere running back and all of these things and all these details, you know, imagine if they didn't include that thing, they just skipped ahead to the, to the NFC championship game against the bears. And, and, and I understand that perspective from a fan, but mm -hmm. that's not the perspective that we were making this about. I'm I'm not a fan. There were people on our team that were fans, but I think what I've said from the beginning, I said it to you when we first were talking, is that this isn't as much about the X's and O's as it is a much larger story about people and how they interact with each other and the creation of something that's so special that will never be created again and how that was sustained for 15 plus years, but also how that thing eventually unraveled. And it is not you know, one of the things that I, I started to learn as I started to dig into the story, not really having known all that much about the Patriots before I started, was that there were all these lenses through which the story had been told by, before. So yeah. um, Education of a Coach by Halberstam, are, it, one of the greatest writers of all time. It's a great book, which I read as I started to do preparation and research for this thing, is very much the 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 first half of the dynasty through bill belichick and the coaching staff size but really bill's eyes right it's about him and his relationship mm -hmm. with his father and all sorts of stuff like that it's, it's awesome and i'm sure every patriot fan out there has read it um tom brady had his own 10-part documentary series which was very much through tom's eyes the thing that makes this series unique is that this is not any one person's perspective this is here's the 70 plus people that we got to talk and we're going to sort of get out of the way and let them tell their, their stories. And it's not, it's not a fan perspective. It's the unvarnished telling of the story. And the other thing that I started to think about is as a fan of the Packers, <clears throat> I'm sure, I'm sure the reason I'm bringing this up is I'm sure there are people in Patriot nation out there who said, man, I don't want to have to relive Spygate. And, and why are you focusing on that instead of focusing on that 21 game win streak and these memories that I had of, you know, sitting there and watching this team do all this stuff. I still remember when, you know, um, different players would leave the Packers and then they would say things on the record to people about Aaron Rodgers that weren't necessarily the most flattering thing, that he wasn't like, you know, a team leader and all this stuff. And I would get really offended and sort of say like, why do they have to say this stuff? I don't want to hear yeah. these things about my guy. I don't want to hear this. And I, and I totally understand that as a fan, I think that's in my mind, at least 
that's the benefit of not having a fan make something like this is that it's they don't bring those memories and that sort of defensiveness and and protection of this thing that they cherished to it right they say yeah i'm going to listen to what these people say and I'm going to let those stories come to life in the way that an outsider looking in who has access to talk to all of these people, you know, would tell the story. And so that's going to be different. And, you know, just remember, like, think about the amount of things that have been made, like the three games to glory DVDs mm -hmm. and all of the NFL film stuff that's been made that has been about like the greatness on the field of the Patriots. There's so much of that stuff out there. And right. so I always sort of think, you know, I, I encourage like nobody does that kind of thing better than NFL films and nobody has done those kinds of things better than the, you know, craft sports production company uh, and who can, has the archive that we had access to and everything. And so if you want to go watch that stuff, I think that that's the place to go do it. And I think our focus was always on something bigger and a more human story than the games and things like the 21 game win streak, but I, I completely understand it at the same time. Yeah. Well, and listen, I, I agree with you, right? And listen, the hall of fame at Patriot place does a fantastic job. They do a great yeah. job of getting into everything and talk. You can go there, right? You can go there and do that, right? You can see all of those things you can walk through. And, and that's great. And it's a great take. And it's an awesome time as a Patriots fan. You can spend as long as you want in there. It's like 10 bucks to get in. I mean, it's, it's a great deal, right? That's not, that's not the whole story that you're telling here. Right. And yes, did the 0304 makes them a dynasty? We get it. Right. Yeah. You showed some clips and so on and so forth, but again, you got to get to the story. Right. And so, um, and so I like that idea of it. Now the Spygate stuff is interesting mm -hmm. because we said beforehand, right? And I, I mentioned this already. Like I said, I told you people are going to be upset. You knew people were going to be upset. I think, I wonder if non Patriots fans were upset about the way that it was shown. I think non Patriots fans will be more upset about the way Deflategate is portrayed. Probably right. Probably right. Um, you know, then, and I think Patriots fans will still be upset about that. But I think non Patriots fans will also be upset. But the one thing that I thought you did a nice job of with, with Spygate was you didn't, you didn't get in the way of the story. Right. Mm -hmm. You can't you're not going to sit there and no one can do this. The crafts can't do this. Sit there and say, well, the NFL screwed the Patriots over and it really didn't matter. And it wasn't it doesn't like you can't do that. And so you let the other people you let the people that were involved in the story tell the story. And mm -hmm. so there are Patriots fans and I'm one of them that thinks the NFL screwed the Patriots over mm -hmm. and it really didn't matter. And there was no. But that's not a story that you can even tell, even if you believe that. Now, and wait, so, but, but I want to, I want to, I want to, I, I appreciate what you're saying, but I also want to point out that one of the things that was really important to us is that when you take a complex story, and I, and I appreciate the compliment, I, and I do, but when you take a complex story like something like Spygate, um, mm -hmm. you know, you see me asking Ernie, or you don't even see me asking because Ernie just starts talking about it, and then you see our interaction yeah. about it. As soon as he says those the 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 stuff about how he's going to take it to the grave and all of that kind of stuff, um, and I say like, well, we have to talk about it, right? The next yeah. thing he starts to say is the thing you have to know is this has always been part of the game. I know for a fact that other people were like looking at us, and it's something that it happens throughout the entire league, mm -hmm. and that's why you always see coaches covering their mouths and you know, et cetera, et cetera, right? So right. 
that is the next thing you hear. And that, and, and I just, I'm, I'm pointing it out because as you said, you know, you sort of said like, you're the, you're the, this is your baby and everything. And I, and I, and I guess my, my reasoning behind pointing that out is that we were very careful in how we told the story of this, because yep. I understand that, you know, for example, there have been stories out there that, uh, you know, that the, the jets were caught in Gillette the year before doing the exact same right. thing to the Patriots. Right. And so, I understand that 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 there is that part of the story out there. So to include Ernie being able to say that and understand mm -hmm. that it is part of the game was extremely important to me and the team of people who were, you know, telling the story. But it is complicated, and I'm sure it's not. I'm sure that there's very few people who we even interviewed who really even really wanted to go into this thing. And that's but right. that's that's part of it. Is it is part of the story, and it's worth examining. The part that actually interested me more than the whether or not what they did was wrong, because, you know, by the constitution or whatever they call it of the NFL, it was wrong, right? That's sort right. of a black and white thing. Yeah. That part of it is, is sort of, is sort of not really all that interesting to me. What was interesting to me was to tell the rest of that story through, in a lot of ways, Bill's eyes. And, and what I mean by that is to get, and it's done through other people, but you hear people like Scott Pioli say uh, things like, you know, Bill's natural human reaction for Eric doing that was a feeling of betrayal. Mm -hmm. And then you see the entire team metaphorically, figuratively, but but also literally put their arms around Bill. And, and you hear Teddy Bruschi say, we had a lot of emotions for him in that time, love, hate, everything else, right? And But all these people were coming after our coach and he was ours. And yeah. you see them play for him and that team come together. And I think that that is a testament to a lot of people talk about how hard it was to play in that system, right? And how much of a sort of, and that's one of the things that the, the fifth episode in a lot of ways is a love letter in a, to Bill's style and culture that he creates because yeah. it's, it's about when Tom goes out and, and, and Matt Castle is the backup quarterback. Um, I think that any other team without a culture like that, even if it is really difficult to play in, I think the team would have crumbled and instead they turned around and went on one of the greatest win streaks in NFL history. And, and, you know, one of the things that people had said is what's so great about that O3 season that we didn't cover that people really wanted was that the team rallied around bill when Tom Jackson came in and said all of those things. Right. But right. to me, this is actually the better example of the team rallying around bill and saying, we've got your back bill. And how dare, as Teddy says, everybody try to invalidate everything we've accomplished because of a signal. So if you, I think the thing that I would, I would say to the folks out there is try to come in the, with this as, as fresh of a perspective as you can, because I think that we're, we're really being, you know, careful in how we show how much all of this stuff mattered to the people and really, like you said, getting out of the way and letting them tell their story from, from their perspective. Right. Yeah, no, it's a great point. And I think, you know, there's been a lot of discussion about how it makes Belichick look. And, and I asked you point blank, right. Did you think Belichick was the, was the villain? And you said no. And I, and I believe you. And I, 
and here's the, here's the hard part, right? And I, my next question to you is, how difficult was it yeah. to sit down and talk to Bill Belichick? Because there are there are times when he will be candid and open, and and then you know the episode that hasn't aired that's going to air tonight or, or slash tomorrow, oh, right, right, right? Yeah, yeah. About Hernandez when he says, you know, I've already covered that, and you're like, yeah, well, yeah. actually. I haven't even asked you this question yet, Bill. And he's, well, I'm not going to talk about it. And and so we've all, as Patriots fans, we've all heard him in press conferences for years and, you know, shooting down questions and talking about, you know, that, that must've been challenging for you. And you pushed right through with a, with a smile on your face. And, and I, I'm just curious about how, um, how candid he was with you. And, and if that was a challenge at times for you. A challenge, no, and what I mean by that is the thing that I grew to admire and respect about Bill as we were researching the story and I was reading things like education of the coach and then talking to all of the players and everything is Bill sort of never takes his foot off the gas. He's always going to bring it no matter what. And that's one of the great yeah. things about him. And in that 07 season, they play the Washington football team, the Redskins at the time, and um, they're up 45 nothing. And then in the fourth quarter, it's fourth down, and they score another touchdown, right? And it goes like to 52 to nothing. And the media afterwards says, "Hey, Bill, like you know, why do you why do you do that?" And he says, "What do you want me to do? Kick a field goal?" And I was just like, I was like, oh, that's one of the best press conferences I've ever seen, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that if you respect Bill. And you have as much admiration as I do for him and pretty much everybody I'm sure who's listening to this thing does. You, you say to yourself, okay, like what would Bill do if he was in your shoes, right? If, if Bill was coming, if, if Bill wasn't a coach, but he was a documentary filmmaker, would he come in and just softball and not ask any of the tough questions? Like, no, absolutely, absolutely not. He would, he would ask everybody the hard questions. And that's what I did. Yeah. I asked every single person who sat down in the chair all of the questions and and i i don't see why i wouldn't do that for bill and yeah some of the things he didn't want to answer but that's part of making the non-fan version of the telling of the story and something that is bigger than just you know um hey you know in the in the divisional round against the ravens in 2014 how did you guys figure out like the substitution thing that you know ticked off hardball so much i mean i could you know that that stuff has been done before right and and right. that's fascinating yeah. from a football perspective but there's a much larger story to be told here and i think that you know, you just have to ask them the hard questions and it's not always fun for anybody, but it's just part of the gig. Right. And yeah, and yeah it is what it is. Yeah, I agree. Um, the other thing for me, I, I, one of the things that I find myself thinking as I'm watching it, especially with Bill being so guarded as the current head coach of the Patriots, when you're talking to him, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if you had started making the dynasty today, on February 29th, 2024, would Belichick's attitude be different? Would he be more open? Would he be able, you know, and I don't know the answer to that question. I'm curious yeah, what you no think, idea. but like, you know, would, would he be more open to answer some of those questions? Because I think what people will see later on is that it is a, a, a little bit of a negative slant towards Bill and not intentionally. You're asking the questions, but it's hard to, it's hard to be sympathetic when, Kraft is telling him his version of the story, 
and Brady's telling his version of the story, and everyone else is telling their version of the story, and Bill isn't telling his version of the story. And that so it just naturally, if you get everyone's story except for Bill's, and you're asking the questions, I mean, we're watching it happen. Yeah. But he's not giving the answers. And I I wonder if if you think he would be more open now that he's not the head coach. Um, you know, that, that's something that kind of popped into my head. Like, yeah. I wonder what it would look like now. I have no idea is the, is the simple answer, right? And <laughs> and I don't think anybody does. Um, I Look, one of the, the – yes, as, as we go on, <clears throat> there's a few other instances. One of them happens in episode six with the Hernandez story where you you – and I apologize to the viewers. I have to listen to my voice ask a question <laughs> – and the only reason you have to hear me talk is is when, and it happens to Tom. I ask him about Deflategate, and then he says no comment, and then but then talks a little bit afterwards. But I wanted to show the full breadth of the question and answer and everything. So the reason you hear me talk to Bill is because um, it's the time when he says no comment, and then maybe or maybe not says a little bit after that, right? Right. But there is nothing. There is you know basically. I think it talked to. Bill and pretty much everybody on this thing for three hours. Uh, there is very, there's like nothing on the, you know, with Bill on the cutting room floor. So what I mean is it's not like I, he gave some incredible answer to this thing and then I didn't use it. It's, it's, this is what it was. And I wanted to show that I asked him these questions because it's the appropriate thing to do to say, right. You know, this is what happens now in, in, Later in episode nine, for example, when we're going over the Alex Guerrero uh, having his privileges revoked, right? Which was a, uh, he wasn't on the team plane. He wasn't on the sideline. He couldn't treat players other than Tom and the building, all that stuff. Um, you know, Bill didn't give an answer for that. And so, but I also knew that I could ask Ernie the question and Ernie then was able to give the answer from the coaching perspective, which is a, and this goes back to something that I think we talked about earlier, which is even if you don't agree with the, the decision that was made in any of these things that's going on, I wanted to make sure that you at least understood why somebody made the choice that they did. And what I mean by that is mm. Ernie sits there and he says, you know, we can't have somebody inside the building giving advice that's conflicting to our strength and conditioning staff, right? And so, again, you you might look at this and say, I agree completely with that, and he should have been removed. Or you can look at it and say, I don't agree with it, but I understand completely why, as an or you know, as an organization, they had to do what they did, and why Bill and the coaching staff made the choice that they did. So, you know. I think all of this stuff is really complex and the ultimate goal through all of it was, you know, to let people talk and to give their version of it. And, um, and then, like I said, to make sure, even if you don't agree with it, that the choices that were made, that you saw both sides and you understood why those choices were made. Right. And I, I couldn't agree more. And it's James in the chat said something earlier that, you know, comparing what what you've done essentially to you know a, a book adaptation which in, interestingly enough it was a book adaptation yeah, yeah, yeah. Sense, right and so you know but I, I think that people have the story right they know what the story is they live the story and so they remember it a certain way they want to remember it a certain way and so and it's, like, well, and, and, come... it, and it's ended that's the other thing that's that also I think true. is yep. is tricky about this 
is that we started making this thing two and a half years ago, right? We had not the exact date, but we basically knew as soon as the Super Bowl was over that we were going to be premiering in 2024. I have I had no idea, obviously, that that Bill was going to and the Patriots were going to part ways at that point in time. Of course, right. There is an extra level of I would imagine as a fan, there is an extra level of sort of nostalgia for all of it because it seems like this was the final step of it not existing anymore, I would imagine. Yeah. And I understand that. And I think that gets into a little bit of what we talked about earlier, which was why are pe sometimes are people, you know, it's like why I, you know, I, I had one Super Bowl and I still don't want to hear anybody say anything bad about Rogers. Right. And it's like, <laughs> um, so it, I can, I can only imagine with all of these things happening at the same time, why people have such strong emotions, but that's what makes it such a good story. Right. If it yeah. was, if it was boring and there was nothing to talk about and it was just sort of, you know, let's show highlight reels, then nobody would be talking about any of this stuff. And it would be just like yeah. every other thing that's ever come out. And that's not what we obviously set out to do. And I keep going back to it, but in the end, this isn't a football story. This is a human story. And that's always what drove our decisions and, and whatnot, you know, and that's the story that these guys talk about as they tell these stories. It's, it's not, these guys weren't telling us about the plays that they ran in certain games. They were talking about the the human story yeah and it's and to me it's and i you know i mean i i asked someone i asked someone for you know questions that i just you know put and i got a dm saying you know ask him how much craft beat him to you know bash bill and i'm like would you stop like come on like you know it's just and you know we, people will see later on right that like people do say some of the players say man that year sucked and it was really hard and it sucked playing for bill and it was hard and like people are going to be upset about that. But then it's like, well, you listen to Julian Edelman who loves Bill, you know, as much as he loves his dad. And he will say it sucked and it was hard and it was not for everyone. It's, and, it's, and, 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 and so, we'll, so, so will Slater and so will McCourty. It's not right. like, you know, it's the, right. these guys. Look, two things can be true at the same time. Things can be complicated and nuanced just because right. somebody has it's like it, it, this goes back to the Aaron Rodgers thing that I keep bringing up, right? Just because somebody says one thing that you don't necessarily like to hear doesn't mean that the person who's saying it wasn't also grateful to be on the team that won a Super Bowl and knows very well that the guy that he is saying a not necessarily glowing thing about, uh, you know, they know that that person is the reason that they have a ring on their finger, right? It's it's right. it's complicated. It's nuanced, like. We are all extraordinarily messy people, right? But we're also we, we're, there's also greatness in all of us at the same time, right? It's 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 all part of it, and I think that everybody just has to take a step back and just say, like, okay, like this is these is what these guys are saying, yeah. And it's 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 part of the story, and it's awesome. And it, and look, I I'm honored to tell to be able to be one of the people that is getting to tell this story. And, um, you know, uh, just feel lucky to have even been able to sit across from some, I mean, just think about it, right? Like, yeah. Think about what I got to do. I and mean, I know, you know, I, I'm sure every Patriot fan can only imagine, but like, um, just be able to sit across from Tom Brady and Ty Law and Teddy Bruschi and Gronk and Edelman and McCourty and Slater and Bill and Robert and all these people and listen to them tell these stories was just like, I wasn't a Patriot fan, but you, you, when I started making this thing, but you realize how special this whole story was. Mm. 
and how lucky you are to be able to talk to all of these guys. And I think that's the thing that, if anything else, I came away with having, you know, been able to tell this story is just like, it was just incredible. And this is one of the great sort of, certainly one of the great sports stories of all time, but definitely it could, you know, possibly even one of the great sort of human dramas. Uh, and so I just, like I said, really, really feel lucky to have yeah. been able to tell it. A lot of, a lot of very jealous people. I'll tell you that much. I've been in the room. I've been in the same room as Tom Brady once. And I was like, I don't even know if, if I had to sit down with him, I don't even know, you know, how I would handle that. So you, you handled it quite well. And I just think, you know, again, for me, I just thought the documentary was, was, you know, very, very well done. And I will say the one thing, and my dad just texted me this and I was about to say it anyways, but, um, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with comic book movies or not, but, uh, yeah. but you know, the justice league had the Snyder cut, right. And where, oh, right, you know, right. Zack Snyder releases the six hour, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. we need the Hamishak cut where, you know, we get, we get the Rodney Harrison, we get the O three O four. That's what we need is give us the 20, you know, give us the 20 hour documentary, you know, for the, for the real crazy people, give us the 20 hour documentary that we can sit back and, you know, listen to all those stories. So, uh, you know, maybe one day, maybe one day when I, you know, We'll green light that on some platform that no we one's ever heard of. We gotta talk to know? Apple and see see if they'll release all that stuff. <laughs> that they're they're the ones that have the say so now. So um, no, I appreciate it. And uh, um, yeah, like I said, every part of this was great. And you know, even like I said, just getting to sit across from Lawyer Malloy and talk yeah. about all that stuff. I mean, you know, it's just it's just amazing. And I, I still think I still remember. Um, you know, I had interviewed Ty Law and he had told me the story about how he had, you know, given Tom Brady that $150,000 yeah. discount on the thing. And I'm sitting across from Tom in the interview chair and I say, so Tom, um, you know, Ty sold you this place. And Ty Law says that he gave you a disc. And like, before I can even get the words out, Tom says, get that S out of there. Like, you know, he's like, it just, it's like, you knew he was like, he had heard from other people across the years that this was happening. It was just so funny. And the other thing that you really realize, and I know we got to go now, but um, yeah. uh, is every one of these guys has gone into have these. I mean, I'm not every single one, but a lot of them have gone on to have great careers in media. The, like you didn't get to hear from these guys while they were patriots, but they're all. One of the things that you start to see is they're all so charismatic, but they're all so intelligent and so like and so just like you understand why the team had such, such success that like, you know, Bill would teach these things, but it takes those guys ability to learn them and implement them and do them and everything. And it's just, you know, it's a remarkable, remarkable group of people. So, yeah, no, it's, and like I said, you know, and I keep saying it, but it's a great, it really, I really do think it's a great documentary. I think people will see by the end. And I said to you before, I think I said it off air. I don't remember if I said it on air or not. Episode four makes you feel a certain way, man. It, it, it killed me killed me to watch that again and i don't think there's any fan base in 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 any sport that can understand what that loss really meant you know i mean you what know, about sure what about the, what about the yankee i'm not a yankee fan but i would imagine the yankee fans who were watching the 3-0 that season, is tough the, the, the 3-0 that's, that's gotta be that's gotta be close that's pretty uh, I live, close i but, live in new york but um i'm not a yankee fan i'm a mets fan but i can imagine them probably feeling somewhat similar to that i would think you're probably right yeah you're probably right you know so but uh but to have to be that close to to you know breaking history and and making history and and lose it was was just horrifying and i think that that's part of the reaction um, 
that that people have, I think, is because they were so upset watching episode four because that's how you're supposed to feel while you're watching that. Yeah, you know? I was I was at the 07 NFC Championship game between the Packers and the Giants when it was like negative. I blame three. you, by the way. I blame yeah. you for that loss because yeah, if, it the was. if I had just, Packers if I, had won, if I would have won Super just a little bit louder, I think Favre <laughs> would have thrown the interception in overtime. And I will tell you, my memory of walking out of Lambeau in like the negative 40 something degree wind chill or whatever it was there where like our, my dad and I were there, there, my dad and I were there together and our beers would, were freezing in their cup yeah. holders. Like as you, as soon as you took them outside, I just remember, uh, I just remember thinking there is no worse feeling than this, but obviously the Patriots yeah. fans found that. And, and the truth is I'm such a, I'm sure there are fans out there that are as bad about this as I am, but Part of the reason I knew so little about the Patriots is because every time the Packers would lose in the suit in, in the playoffs over the years, I stopped watching football after that because I just couldn't handle the concept Someone of continuing else. to watch yeah. what was going to unfold. So I didn't watch the 07 Super Bowl between the Patriots and the Giants. Uh, I believe the Packers lost to the Seahawks in the NFC championship game while they were on their way to going to the to play the Patriots. And then the Falcons beat the uh, the Packers in the NFC Championship game again, and then went on to right. lose twenty eight to three. So all of these moments that are part of the story, I never got to watch because I was the guy who just said, "I can't take it anymore. I've got to turn off the TV and just like not think about football." So I get it. I am a yeah. fan too, just not of the Patriots. But uh, I get it. Yeah. Them. Well, anyways, we got to go, Matt. You've been very generous for your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. If you're not watching the Dynasty on Apple Plus. You got to do it. I'm excited to be honest with you. I'm excited to watch what you do next. I'm excited to see uh you know the the next thing that you do. Um you have a fan in me. I'll tell you that much and Thanks. and I appreciate uh all you've done and and listen, you're telling a complicated story, but I think you did a really nice job uh, of doing it. I think people will see that by the end of by the end of episode 10. All right, man. Thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Good talking to you. All right. Take care. Have a great day. All right, you too. Bye.